what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot under Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello and welcome to Broken but Glorious. I'm Chris Laff and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the Seagull Prince of Pro Wrestling Podcasting, Nick David. Good evening. No Lance this week. Scared. I'm guessing you're you're thinking that he's scared, yeah. I watched the match right up until the first goal and I was like, okay. (laughs) I thought we were playing quite well until the first goal went in. uh... You you really were. I mean I I didn't I only caught the second half to be fair. Um I was um I was playing I was playing football so I yeah, I only got the second half but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it was it was a weird game. I mean, looking at our, our team, our team that we put out worried the sh- worried the shit out of a lot of people. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, Brighton under Roberto De Zerbi, we're just yeah, one of the best uh, teams in the country now, which is just still so surreal still to say about a start our European adventure. So mm-hmm. it yeah, from from this time last year, we all thought we were going to be doomed when, when Graham Potter left, and we've gone in the complete opposite direction for the better. So no. God, I can't wind up. You found a gem in your new manager. Oh, he's he's an absolute class. And given as well, what's more impressive is still doesn't speak the language (laughs) fully, so it makes it even more impressive. But yeah, he's, yeah absolute gem of a manager and I think yeah we're I think we're just all enjoying while we've got him whilst we can because I think he's going to be one of the one of the I generally think he's going to be a world-class elite manager for for for, for a huge huge football club to come so definitely yeah so as for the listeners who don't know next team Brighton beats Manchester's <laughs> team and United 3-1 at the weekend United are at home I've got loads of stats I can reel off about it. Brighton's fourth win. Uh, Brighton have won the last four games against Man United in the Premier League. Pascal Gross has now scored seven <laughs> goals against Man United in the Premier League. Um, Brighton, are the, Brighton have become the first club to beat Man United at Old Trafford since Brighton won their last uh, oh, August. So it's been a year, over a year. Yeah. Since last last. <laughs> Uh, that was by the hands of Brighton. Um, Danny Welbeck seems to just love scoring against his old club. He so does. We, we could literally make a whole podcast out of this, but uh, I feel like we will have zero listeners by the end. Well, we might have, we might have many Man United haters that might enjoy it, but uh, wrestling fans might. Five years up. since we stopped off football podcasters. I think it was, yeah. It would have been about five, yeah. <laughs> 2018. Yeah, well, but Brighton got to the Premier League, funny enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, it got quite exciting. Um, European adventure, like Athens. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what's coming. Athens, Athens, Marseille. Ajax, Maya, yeah, Marseille in a couple of weeks. Uh, got the ticket for that all sorted. Um, then yeah, we got yeah, Ajax and AEK Athens. So yeah, it's a yeah. Nice city. <laughs> really nice cities. So Athens is one I'm really excited to go to. I've never never been to mainland Greece, so. Um, I I've been um, not to be sound so selfish, but being <laughs> to, I went to Amsterdam back in January, so um, it's it is a class city. Though, so there's worse places to certainly go, and yeah, Marseille. Um, I mean, does look quite nice. Whether uh, I've heard it might not be the nicest of welcomes you'll get there, but uh, the actual bit by the harbour looks very nice in Marseille. So um, I think it will all be good. Yeah. 
I've been to Athens, but I was little, little. So it's like, uh, so I was like toddler. I've got photos of me on a donkey in front of me. <laughs> the, I don't know, some, some ruins and stuff. <laughs> and I'm in proper like 80s short shorts. <laughs> I must have been like three, four. So that's, maybe <laughs> it's very little. Yeah, but yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, I think United have got Bayern Munich. Is it this week or next week? Uh, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow uh, oh, uh, at Munich as well. So if you're losing three one under Brighton, then I dread to think what might happen at the Bernabeu. So uh, not Bernabeu. What am I about? Allianz Arena. Allianz. Oh, yeah, and yeah, kind of apologies for the last couple of weeks. I think we've got a mixture of Nick's been on holiday. I've not been well. Lance has been busy wrestling. So we're just like. I've had all these big shows. We haven't done a all-in review. We didn't do the all-out review. We didn't do a payback review. Just, I just, I just had this chest infection. I can't, I just couldn't get rid of. So. I was doing my best to keep out of wrestling when I was away. Um, mm. I sort of when I'm away though, I like to try and unless it's like watching a Brighton game in a bar or something, I try and sort of just when I'm in holiday mode, I really try and be in holiday mode. Try and mm. get away from football, from wrestling, from cricket, from. From just general life, day-to-day life sort of thing, I think that's, you sort of don't really want to look at the news and all, all that malarkey that comes of it. So, uh, I did keep an eye, I mean, obviously I say it because I went actually saw Smackdown when I was out there. So, <laughs> uh, I, I did keep an eye out on obviously everything that was going on, but wasn't really paying much attention to the world of wrestling. But, uh, how good was all, was all, uh, was all in by the way. And, and, and we get to do it all again next year. Yeah, I was cool to see if we can get to meet up. I, yeah. I, my, my coach got there about two hours late. I was meant to get there around one-ish. So I was like, it was like yeah, we could have got to the green man if we got the boat. We got the time we got to the stage, it was quarter past three. We're like, we might as well just get in the queue. Well, I heard, yeah, I mean, because I was, my, my mate texted me in a pan, not the one I went with, but another mate was like, um, he was going to come meet me in the green man. He goes, I'm not going to bother because he goes, the queues are ridiculous. And he goes, oh, they're ridiculous. Re- yeah, we got in the queue and we're still in the queue for 50 minutes. Yeah, it, it was a bit of a pain. I mean, I didn't mind it because um, it went. I don't, I don't know whether it was our queue looked like it was going to take forever, but once you actually got in, it went a bit quite. It was all right, sort of thing. Oh uh, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm still probably adding on the twenty minutes before it actually starts moving. So yeah, no, that's that's that's. But um, yeah, no, it, it, the show flew by. I thought like um. I I I I I don't think like when I, obviously I've watched long shows in stadiums before and you like mm. you sort of you had the bit of yawn going hmm how many more matches left but I was like oh my god we've only got like I think you got to the point where might have been the coffin match I was like crap have we only got like a couple of matches left after this yeah and yeah it was just a such a fun show though I mean probably one of my favourite ever wrestling shows of all time I would say I, yeah. think, I think I've went back and what, I've watched it twice since it, it, so. I haven't had the chance to go back I will definitely almost do it when I've got like free time and whatnot. it'll definitely be a show to fully recommend going back and watch but it was just a, a real feel good show I mean I was I think I think like the thing I think we all knew about the main event. It could have gone so many ways that I was. It, yeah. I, I love. I adored yeah. it. Yeah. I, I adored the main event, and uh, and it was actually kind of how I thought the whole thing potentially could go. I mean, I think the, the certainly the the, the pre show match, uh, the zero hour match, went exactly how I thought it yeah. would go with the, the winning Great the match. match as well. Yeah. Really fun match. Really fun match. And uh, but just yeah, overall, just a really good show and. Um, yeah, what was your favourite part though of the actual experience? So not necessarily a match, but just the favourite part of the show. I know it's a bit of a broad question, but mm. yeah, I did, I did, I did, I did love 
being in the crowd and singing to Judas. Yeah. And, and then the next, I, love, I love Elevation as well. It's one of my favourites. Yeah, same. So when that came on, I tried to phone Isaac when that's his favourite favourite. Oh. Just, 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 yeah, you can see you're trying to do something, but the video was terrible. You just couldn't see anything. Um, yeah, I only miss... I, I did have to sacrifice Darby Allen versus Hook. Of course, I'll go to the shop now and get a lot of t-shirts and stuff while this quite while everyone's here. So I, I, I had to sacrifice Hook and Darby Allen and then the entrances to CM Punk and Sergio because everyone was trying t-shirts on. I was like, why is you your t-shirts? Own size, yeah. For ages, and everyone was like, just hurry up, the show's not stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't want to do it for that reason. Um, it was either like, oh, do I stay in the queue? Because I did queue up with my mate who wants, mm. he wants to buy some merch because he didn't have a wrestling shirt on that day. And it got to the point 15 minutes before the pre-show, I was like, mm, I'm going to make a decision. Do I go and get a beer and, uh, and, and go to my seat or do I stay in the queue? Uh, so I, yeah, I sacrificed merch for a beer. I would have my CM Punk shot. Probably rise going on holiday after. I was like, I probably shouldn't really spunk 30 quid or what have you on a shirt. So. I spent £175 when we had that shot that time. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it can easily be done because there's so many good sh- Like, there was so many good sh- I really wanted to, um, get a, the one shot I was going to get, I, I was a, um, better than you, Baby. But, That's what Joel, got, Joel got that one. Yeah, I bet he, he got, was. He got the scissor me, Daddy. Well, because I joked around with actually someone behind me in the queue, and and I was saying, oh, I really want to get that, but obviously I know sods know what will happen. They're probably going to split up in the pre-show or something stupid. Because uh, I remember, <laughs> it. I remember once uh, I think. Um, I think it was a progress show. I think they were like selling half price FSU shirts at like the interval. And I was Ooh. like, oh, I wonder, everyone being so naive, myself, oh, that's cool, that's well, that's well cool. Must be like, they must be just have loads and they've overordered or something. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, in the whatever match it was, Eddie Dennis turned on Mark Andrews. So, <laughs> ah, that explains that. <laughs> I can turn the camera on, you can see the shirts I got. Sorry for the listeners. Why are you saying my device doesn't have a camera? Fucking can the camera. <laughs> Oh, I got the orange yasty. Oh, class! And I got and I got through the football one with it all in on. Oh, I did want. Oh, yeah, that looks so cool. That oh, I, the only thing I didn't like about it was the um. I, I don't know why they did the Great Britain like it's really oh, picky yeah. thing. It's yeah. made it look a little bit ugly. I think they should have just done the AEW logo like there instead. That would have been even better, but. Yeah, that, that that did look cool. Uh, that was there was a that was yeah that or the baby show. That, that, yeah, that one was priced at sixty. Jesus, Rachel Yeah, yeah, we'll keep that quiet. Because <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I had three pints, oh, I was like, I have to get Isaac something as well. So I'll get, I'll get the that. That was a mask. That was twenty quid. I was like, what's that? It's gonna be like a ten. Jesus, <laughs> nothing. It's just everything. Just in general, isn't it? At these shows that's gone up and yeah, no, it's. I think you just have to accept it's always going to be a spenny day when, when this thing. But it was a it was an unreal day and just so surreal it. just seeing eighty thousand or whatever. Was. And I know there's been talks about how much people actually were there, but just seeing that many sheer volume when I was walking back to the station of general like just wrestling fans, it was just yeah. such a good sight. I mean, you just really think that WWE have merely missed the trick here not having a WrestleMania at Wembley or somewhere over the last God knows how many years because there is an appetite for wrestling in this country, um, and clearly. But that if there was anyone going making like comments, although you, you, you wouldn't get that many fans, I think. Well, 
Bloody hell, I mean... Yeah, <laughs> hey, the, I, could, I barely saw any kids there, so if you go to the WWE no. show... Yeah. So, so it's a proper family thing, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely, it was... Well, yeah, you're right, I, I didn't see many kids, it was mainly that, just all was, men. Yeah, there was one kid. One kid sitting behind us, and that's, I think that's the only kid I saw all day. Really. Yeah, I know that you mentioned it. I don't remember cool seeing. I suppose Club Wembley's not really the, maybe the place you would take your kids, but um, mm. yeah, it, was, it was loads of people around, sort of my age, pretty a bit older, maybe. Um, just yeah, I couldn't believe. Um, I know it's not to sort of hijack the show too much about all in, but couldn't believe the heat CM Punk was getting. I know uh, there's obviously a lot of stuff that's come out about Punk yeah. since. So it always happens, I swear, when I go on holidays, like all sorts of stuff just seems to happen. But yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe the booze and everything for Punk. I thought it was, I knew it was going to be a bit mixed. I think it was, but... I think it was quite, it was quite, a, it was very mixed. I think it was very, it was very pro Punk where we were. Oh, where I was, it was, I felt like I was in like an away end at like a, I thought it was like <laughs> in the opposite end of football match almost with my shirt that I was wearing but um that, uh, one thing as well I have to I loved the um I was gutted so I sort of went and got a beer and came back um when he was coming out but the Moxley entrance so badass I you must have you must just oh that just looks so cool and fans running around yeah I was sort of hoping that they'd come near us because we saw the entrance where they were coming out like oh they didn't quite come near us I was hoping he was going to come more to the centre and then walk down the middle. Nah. I definitely want to get ground floor. Um, I want to get ground floor tickets next year. Um, it, um, because whilst I did like Club Wembley, it was a bit awkward where where they obviously they have the bit that the the the, state, the the thing that protects the ring. Obviously, if it was to rain, yeah, it, there was one like pillar that kind of makes it quite difficult to see. Um, so you're, you're mainly watching it from the actual screen itself as opposed oh, yeah. to the ring. I was, I was watching the screen. I couldn't see the ring. It was pitch. Because everyone kept standing off. You're like, oh. Yeah, yeah. You got the... Yeah. I mean, I don't think I did stand up. I think I stood up during the Judas because that was just... Mm. Oh, yes. Um, mind people standing up for the entrances and singing and stuff but during the matches and they were just there. Oh, yeah. Them. That's irritating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And, yeah. Great day with my boy. Oh, that's class, man. Hopefully, well, as I say, fingers crossed, hopefully... We do it all again next year. Yeah. As I say, it's confirmed. The whole family wants to go next year. Like, He's going on for like six hours. <laughs> maybe stay the night in London. Yeah, maybe. I would say you're more, all more than welcome to stay with me, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think we've got space for even one guest, let alone a whole family of guests. That wasn't. I, I didn't. I kind of like getting the coach because I was. My brother was like, "Why didn't you get train?" I was like, "Getting back from Liverpool at three o'clock in the morning is a lot harder than getting back from." Birkenhead at three o'clock. The worst, the worst. It's a half hour walk from Birkenhead to our house. So yeah, it's not that um, bad. But once you get stuff in Liverpool, you know, it's like 40, 30, 40 quid in a taxi. So oh yeah, it's like not not what you want to do. Yeah. No, luckily we, we waved down a taxi. It's pretty much as soon as we got off the coach. So it's, yeah, and the coach is there. You just walk around the corner, go under Wembley, and the coaches were all there. We got out pretty quick. I was getting horror stories of having people having to wait for like four hours to get out of Wembley which I was, I was like I don't really mind it means we get back to Wallasey about six in the morning that means the buses are on <laughs> <laughs> yeah but if anyone hasn't watched it all in I'll definitely recommend going and watching it because it was a great show I can't even tell you there was a bad match on it I've been, I've been going back and watching no, it again no. I was like, yeah. there really wasn't um yeah, usually when you watch a paper, you go, oh, that wasn't so good. But I think everything had its own like unique part of a match as well. Mm. Um, just 
brilliant. They're really well. And again, there was like we say, a sort of a lot of AW. So there was a bit of a match of something kind of for everyone on the show. That like, whatever sort of match you might might be interested in. Um, yeah, I did enjoy the um, stadium stampede a lot more watching it on the telly. Yeah, I, I thought that awesome. would be the case. Yeah. I say, like, oh, there's Eddie, Den- <laughs> Eddie Dennis. Eddie Dennis was There's Eddie Kingston up in the, cr- the crowd over there, and then he disappeared again. You're like, oh, okay, I can't see anything. <laughs> yeah, because I you know, we were a bit like, where's Pentagon? He's disappeared. He came back, but I couldn't see that he came back <laughs> until he watched it on telly. Just- yeah, I, d- I didn't really get that, but but yeah, no, there was probably some stuff I missed a lot of. Oh, I loved when Sue came out. <laughs> <laughs> but when you see it on the telly, she's, she's, they've got a British car, so she's not driving the car, she's just, she's just in the passenger seat. Oh, is she? <laughs> 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 well, we, it was funny, because we were saying literally a couple of minutes before, like, I wonder if Sue will come out, and yeah, two minutes later, she actually did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. And um, did you see the, like, the, the Miro... No, see, yeah, we was in the queue for that part, um, so we didn't see, yeah, because we heard a bit, we heard a bit of noise, like, oh, I wonder if it's just a mic test, and my mate um, got up his um, phone and goes, oh no, there actually, stuff is actually happening in the ring, um, yeah, between Mira and Pop, I did see the big show, well, I came back to my seat with my beer when um, Jeff Jarrett was cutting the promo, so, yeah. um, then the obviously, yeah, big show, Grado, and... Joel, Joel uh, was most upset that he didn't get to hear um, Madonna. Yeah, I know. I was hoping they would do like a proper. It sort of seems a bit of a waste almost doing, doing having Grader come out with that. But I suppose it was a just a funny moment, I guess, for a warm up. If, if it happened on the main show, I don't think it would have been. I think that would be like, right. What's the point of doing that on the main show? So I think doing all your silliness like that is quite good for the. Mm. Um, uh, I liked, uh, but I liked for the Miro uh, Hobbs. Contract signing. They had lots of British wrestlers as the. Yeah, I saw Simon Miller. Yeah, and Simon Miller. Yeah. Like, uh, um, OJMO was it? OJMO. I can't think of that. The, the order of the letters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I saw Miller was on there. That is quite cool. That yeah, the, the security. So I'm sure they'll be doing the rounds for 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 year, years and years to come. But um, um, the ladies on MGF's entrance were all like. Local wrestlers to me as well. So there's like there's the Abo and uh, Hannah Taylor. Oh, cool. A- 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 oh, um, oh, what's her name? Rory Tavares. Yeah, just yeah. You're always going to get this sort of stuff though, aren't you? It's just part and parcel of how it of how the industry works. I think everyone knows and everyone's fully aware. That's kind of well, it's how you when you're a young wrestler coming through. It's how you sort of get into it, the industry, isn't it? Obviously, yeah, no, yeah, everybody at wrestling show is a wrestler. Even the ring crew are usually trainees. And, I mean, Joel has done ring crew a couple of times at a couple of wrestling shows. And, so, <laughs> keep, keep, maybe it's just to keep the mystique of the evidence. So, yeah. But, yeah. Have you had a chance to watch All Out? Uh, no, mate. I don't yeah. think I will, to be honest. It's, um, it yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think it, I, I'm not a fan of follow, a pay-per-view following a pay-per-view, I think, in a way. Obviously, I know it's rarely, rarely, rarely done, um, if at all. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was always going to be tricky, especially as it followed such an amazing show. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I read the results. Um, I think it sounded like the main event was very good between Cassidy and, um, and Moxley. Oh, that, yeah, it does. Um, so, no, yeah, I, I, I caught up with the results. But, yeah, didn't watch. I haven't watched any matches or anything like uh, I, would rec- I would recommend yeah. it. Obviously, they had Brian Danielson returning, which is good to see. Um, 
Yeah, say, I, I've done. I really enjoyed Adam Cole and MGF versus the Dark Order. That was a lot. Um, I'm trying to think of other matches I really liked. Uh, Luchasaurus, Darby Allen, I think, wrestles, and they. Um, um, the, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you what happened in that match. Oh, Sukshita uh, beat um, Omega. Mm-hmm. That was decent. That was decent. Yeah. Um, enjoyed the eight-man tag. So it, it didn't blew me away. I just uh, about to. Yeah, it's been, I've, I've not got, I've not gone back and watched it, but I've gone back and watched all in again since then. So. Yeah, if I, if I was to go back and what, I'd probably rather do that to be honest, other than yeah. Uh, should we watch Payback? Payback. Uh, well, I saw actually before SmackDown they did obviously a, a, a very generous um, run through of Payback uh, on the big screen before it started, so that was quite helpful actually. Uh, I kind of knew what happened. I knew John Cena was the. Um, was the guest uh, funny enough actually uh, the pay- the venue payback was in I was actually at the hotel that's next door to it mm. two days later so which a bit, uh, I was in yeah I was in Pitts- Pittsburgh on the Monday and payback was obviously there on the Saturday um, yeah I knew Cena did the um, was the host of the thing then ref the LA Knight Miz match um, yeah L- LA I mean. Knight continued to be so uh, by the way Smackdown I've never seen a wrestler that <laughs> over it is, and I was one of them I was screaming the LA Knight entry, but my mate who I brought along to he doesn't doesn't have a clue about wrestling really just thought <laughs> he'd go for a laugh and then yeah. he said who the hell is this guy that's like so over but he was loving it like the the years it was even before the show when everyone was walking in and just before the show went on air everyone just chanting uh, doing all the LA Knight yeah and stuff so yeah I, I really really hope that um, trip is that trips the and show with Jimmy and AJ is the main event correct spot yeah, on yeah, yeah. spot on um, and obviously they've dropped the hint with uh, maybe him versus Reigns over the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. um, so yeah that maybe there's you're telling me there's a chance but um, I mean I mean there's people saying oh but it has to be Cody but I, I don't think there's really a when this, when you've got a lot of baby faces over, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a, it's a good thing. It's more of a worry if you haven't got that definite baby face. But the fact that you've got loads at the moment, well, not loads, but you've got your LA Knight, you've got Cody Rhodes, even Jay Uso at the moment's getting some very, very good. That's Well, the theory is that Cody brought Jay over to Raw, and the deal would be that he would move over to SmackDown eventually. So that's how they're going to get the main event. I thought that's year. probably what Cody's in. in yeah, Cody's in. Yeah. Do, do that without him having to win the Rumble. So you can just say, he win the Nation Chamber. Do they still do it? Like Something that? like that, yeah. <laughs> I, I did think that was Cody's real. Yeah. Inse- uh, what word am I looking for? Uh, not incense. Cody's agenda. Um, well, yeah, Cody's real yeah. purpose of why he's helping out Jay and stuff is because, yeah, I think he knows he'll be this, the SmackDown pick. Um. Yeah. Um. But no. Yeah. Apart from that, I mean, yeah, I sound like the um the the Steel City the Steel City Street fight was incredible between um the Judgment Day and Kevin Owens yeah. and Sami Zayn. That sounded like yeah. Good. Isaac was so happy when they won. <laughs> and they did a nice little spot with the hockey sticks and everything, didn't they? Would they put the Pittsburgh? I don't know what the, what they called the Pittsburgh Penguins. Are they the the ice hockey team? I could be wrong with that. Or um, I think, so. I think they are the Penguins. Penguins sounds good. I know they have got, they are, yeah, it is the Pittsburgh Penguins, yeah, they are the ice hockey team. Um, so, yeah, no, that, um. Yeah, the only match I didn't really enjoy was the, the women's world title match. I think it was alright for the first 10 minutes, but this was a 17 minute match, I thought. Yeah, and then he had a screw finished in it, I think. Yeah. I heard Becky Trish was very good. Oh, it was. Such a, yeah. um, 
I mean, it's not been the best of feuds, if I'm honest. I've not. I think it's been very slow and very stop start stop start very just yeah it, it's taken longer than it probably should and it's just not really landed i think as well as it maybe perhaps could have done but apparently the actual match to pay it all off was oh that was, 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 was superb a match of the night contender some people were even saying but um Tris was amazing didn't it? It was yeah i think that was their first cage match ever as well i think it yeah. was yeah yeah and, yeah so you stark just played a part and then it looks like they're gonna set up Zoe versus Trish now because she turned on so we at the end and, yeah. Um, yeah LA Knight Wisdom is just yeah just fun yeah Mysterio <laughs> <laughs> um, was fun as well it wasn't too long it just did ha- what I had to do yeah yeah we can move on to Becky Lynch winning the NXT women's title what do you think of that yeah, so I watched that when I was, um, yeah, that was, I did catch up with my wrestling last week, so watched it. Um, I've got no real complaints with this, to be honest. Um, I, I, I get, like, it's probably maybe to make a Grand Slam, just to obviously tick a box of her, but um, I've got no real complaints of wrestling. I quite liked it when, like, for instance, like, I don't know, the New Day when they won the Tag Team Champ. I, I get it's all part of they want to kind of try and consider NXT as a third brand as opposed to developmental, so to speak. Obviously, I know it always naturally will be developmental, but they want to consider it a big a big deal, NXT. Um, so I've got no real complaints of it. The fact that they there's a bit of a story behind it. It wasn't just like, oh, Tiffany did an open challenge, Becky came out, beat her. That's the end of that. At least there was a bit of, uh, beh- a bit of story behind it in the sense that Tiffany was obviously, well, slagging off a lot of the wrestlers including Becky Lynch so at least there was a bit of logic behind it and um yeah I've got I've got no real problems with it I think if Becky can drop it to a new star who might even debut on NXT Jade Cargill um yes um (laughs) so I think that that could be really cool but um and then the fact that yeah I mean a bit weird on Raw this week doing an open challenge and Natalia comes out and answers it not really The, the, what you want to see from the NXT title that doesn't really make much sense but um, if she keeps doing open challenges on on NXT to um, to many of the st- to any many of the superstars I think that could be quite cool a nice little run with it yeah, so I'm mean, I mean, I mean, I'm interested to see because it, it, it worked with Dolph Ziggler when he came down but then mm. you kind of building up a baby face so to beat the heel it's a bit weird I, I don't know how it's going to work the other way around unless it is somebody like Jade comes in. And yeah, I think I think she can put, put her over straight away as a big star. She's beat Becky. I think you can just do it. Get almost do it like I know we always sit, we always go back to this, but even like just sort of a bit like the John Cena US title run, where every week she comes out on NXT and has an open challenge. Obviously, you could, you don't need to take the belt off her as quickly as possible, so you can have a and that's not per burying the talent. That's def- uh, having, I mean, it wouldn't make much sense if she lost a lot. I don't know someone someone who's just come, obviously a, a rookie in NXT that wouldn't really make sense but if you give her a, if she has a good match up with that superstar a handshake at the end or what have you then that's putting someone over in my yeah, opinion yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I'm all for this um, and I think as well so yeah no, I think with Tiffany Stratton I think she's main event ready to the main main roster ready I think she yeah, I think she, she's really come on leaps and bounds since she's made her NXT debut. I think it was in the mm-hmm. 2021 when they did the new sort of era. Um, obviously good on fine on the mic, good in the ring. So I think she's one that's probably main event ready to go as well. So, uh, not saying the case of you need to rush her on straight away onto the main roster, but if, um, there's not really much to her to NXT, then maybe think about trying to book her onto the main roster. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I like her character. It's, 
They've not had not had a character like her for a while, just like yeah. a little brat thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you put it, yeah. I mean, to be fair, the probably last time they've had this sort of character, potentially was Stephanie McMahon. Mm. It's been a while. Yeah, and it's all, all the rage of all the whatever they put on ITVB these days, the greatest channel it's ever been. They put all the crap on the one channel. Uh, yeah, have to... my favorite channel, yeah. yeah. Never watch it, but it is my favorite channel. Yeah. <laughs> they just put all the crap on the one channel so that I can don't have to play, just flick past it. Yeah. <laughs> also, what else has happened? Do you think it was a bit of a waste, the, Ro- the Rock's return this week? I just... If I was going to bring The Rock in, I'd say to do a segment with Mac, Pat McAfee and Theory. Well, I mean, some people are arguing that it's got, it's got for Theory to be in the ring with all these legends and stuff, but he just got battered. I was like, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, personally, I can see why people are saying, oh, yeah, they could, they should... If, if they've got a Rock appearance, then they should just jump... They should have just jumped straight into a big thing, big storyline. But to play devil's advocate, that is, then you're a bit buggered. To say then the Rock, I don't know, can't contractually agree to then do anything in the, in the near future. Then, mm. well, then you're pretty much buggered. So I think I think as well from what I gather, it sounds like this was basically this. The whole thing was planned half an hour even before the smack then went on air. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know we, we don't like um, we don't like scripts being rewritten, but I think, if from a business sense, if, if the rock's available, half, there, yeah. if the rock's available even ten minutes before the show goes on air, or f- even during the shows on air, you put him on the screen. I mean, the numbers of uh, actually apps uh, they're actually astronomical. The numbers that amount of people that have been watching the video of him returning on SmackDown this week. Oh, so God, my kids have watched the series. So oh, I keep asking me what an a hole is. I'm like. It's a bum hole, yeah. <laughs> what do Americans say for bum hole? <laughs> so, he keeps, so he keeps recreating it with his figures in the ring. And it's like, you're an a-hole. <laughs> but yeah, I love the crowd interaction. I was like, I can enjoy it. So I just think, oh, they, could have, they just could have, it's a bit, if you have the rock. I don't know what else they could have done, thinking off the top of my head, but I was like, and, then, and, and now you've said that it was only like a last minute thing, he was available. But yeah. You have the rock, you do something amazing. You could have done something amazing with it. Yeah. So Joel came down on the Saturday and goes, Oh, have you seen who's returned? And then you put the video on. So you, turn, you put YouTube on to show me Mac, Pat McAfee's return. <laughs> um, exactly. I mean, that, that was, I mean, I, I love it when Pat returned. I don't know if they, Michael Cole is, a, I know, for instance, at the Rumble this year, Michael Cole wasn't aware of when Mackie returned. Apparently, that was actually yeah. a complete surprise. Um, but his reactions are always his class. I think it, there generally is a good friendship with Michael Cole and Pat McAfee. I think even Michael Cole's even come out and said that he was contemplating, not that I mean, he was going to do it set in stone, but was contemplating maybe looking at stepping back from the commentary or just, uh, but then he said Pat McAfee just completely revitalized him and just said, said he had a complete newfound love for, for it all because of Pat McAfee on doing the commentary on SmackDown. So it's great. They've got a really good sort of friendship there and, um, and, and Cole's reward is that I'll do twice as much work. Yes, I know. <laughs> well, it's because he is the voice of WWE. I know there's always the joke about that. But, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, 
I think with um with that, it's yeah, it's nice to see a good friendship. I think we we all like this. You have to be human. You you everyone loves a good a good a good bromance. I think is the the word I'm looking for. Um, but um, no, I mean it was a good moment. I I get the um the fuck maybe fans saying oh they could have done more, but at the same time we got well, a good segment. We got a, what, a hug between him and Cena backstage, which was quite cool. Mm-hmm. Um. I would have maybe have rather, instead of Austin Fury getting another like, I suppose it's not too, I'd have quite liked to see in The Rock just like, done it on The Miz maybe, just because, it's just funny because they've got a bit of history as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it doesn't really, I mean, you, you, it could be any sort of heel like that, um, in that mind. So I think I wouldn't have really liked to see, I think it has to be correct though as well, who you kind of bury, I think. I think theory's about right. It's not, if he was maybe still the United States champion, that could have been a bit of a, maybe not the best of the ideas to do. It wouldn't have been good burying someone like Jimmy Uso. Well, I know it would have still have a good storyline, but I still think in, in terms of a one-off segment, that's not a great idea. And you're trying to get someone over as a big heel. Certainly wouldn't have been a good idea doing Judgment Day, given where they are at the moment. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think theory has probably made most sense. Hmm, maybe. I, I enjoyed I enjoy the sequences. Yeah, I did. It's just a shame they couldn't have done it the bloody week before when I was at the SmackDown. But. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is the interview queen, Alicia, too, and you're listening to me on Broken But Glorious. So, I, I did want to quickly mention the PWI 500. It's been released this week. Um, do, you, do you want to have a guess who's the lowest-ranked WWE main roster Oh, God. What, top 500, did you say? Top 500. <laughs> I, I, I think it's 380-something, I'll just try it. Okay. Um, main yeah. roster. Um, yeah, lowest-ranked main roster. Well, it'll be somewhat... I don't know if he counts because he's on NXT now, but I'll go... I don't know, just because he's always an easy target, Baron Corbin? No, I don't know where Baron is. No, he's still on the WWE main roster. He's still on the main roster, right, okay. Um... Lance's favorite. One of Lance's favorite. Dolph, Sog- Dolph Ziggler. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 393. Yeah. I can't even remember his last match, to be honest. Been a while. Yeah, so then it's, yeah. Dolph Ziggler, then Carl Anderson. That's the second lowest. It's a while for the next one. Good. Chad Gable, 338. Yeah. Well, this is done, um, was it, beginning of July last year to the end of June. So maybe the I can Chad Gable's gonna be quite high next year because he's been doing lots of fun stuff, especially his stuff with Walter um, recently. All right, so the top three are the Shield. So Seth Rollins number one, Roman Reigns number two, John Moxley number three. Is there any arguments on that? Um, I mean Seth number one was a bit of a surprise. I think given, I mean, I suppose yeah, you yeah. I suppose, yeah, well, well it, can you remind me, is this kayfabe or? Yes. So I guess, yeah, world heavyweight champion, uh, obviously wrestles a lot more than Roman, probably does make sense. Um, I suppose, yeah, he has had a, a very good year, um, Seth. Um, obviously, you could put it good. He's just got a slightly better theme tune at the moment. That's the only difference between them at the moment. <laughs> over in that respect, so yeah, I, I don't think um, I don't think there's much. I think yeah, that it, I think that's fair enough. To be fair, 
Uh, if you're going to obviously go on to actual wrestling and, and stuff in terms of the rest of it, then I think it's hard for me to look past Orange Cassidy, I think, for this year. Um, yes, he's, he's number eight. I think he's, yeah, he's number eight. I think there's obviously loads of ways you look at this in terms of with with wrestling. I mean, there's, uh, I think it's always hard to pick the sort of who has had the best year because I don't really know what you measure it up. Because if you're talking about oh well, who's had the best year in terms of who's over the audience, who's had the most merchandise sales, then obviously LA Knight's mm. number one. Uh, who's had the best year in terms of more screen time as opposed to 2022? Well, yeah, you can even look at Ricochet maybe for that. Um, it's based on win-loss records, championships won, quality of competition, major feuds, um, the prestige within the promotion you're in, and like overall wrestling ability, it says here as well. So. Yeah, I think... Um, I think then in, with all that into then yes, yeah, Seth does make perfect sense if you take all of that into into all, all of that into consideration. Mm. Yeah, um, your your favourite, Josh Alexander, got number nine, so he got in the top ten as well. Okay, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I mean, I mean the injuries probably crippled him in terms of mm. getting onto there. So um, MGF number six as well. You can't argue with that. I think he could have been slightly higher. Gun so. for number four. Yeah, you can't argue gun for number four. Um, trying to think of any surprises. Um, I don't think there's any surprises in the top ten. The top ten: Seth, Roman, Moxley, Gunther, um, El Hijo del Figuero. I'm not too familiar with him. No, he's huge in Mexico. Um, MJF, Okada, Orange Cassidy, Josh Alexander, Cody Rhodes, number ten. Misha Slamovich is number fifteen. Ah, uh, yeah, he should. Yeah. Yeah, she's had a good year. I think a uh, very good few with Killer, Ky- Killer Kylie, and then obviously became tag team champions with Killer Kylie, which mm. I, I quite like that when you have a really heated feud and they actually become like a tag team. I remember they similar to like Champa. You, you might remember Champa and Thatcher and NXT. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Um, so there's yeah. Can we see? Uh, let's see. Is there any great British names on here? Who's the highest? I guess it's Will Ospreay. Yeah, seventeen. Will Ospreay. So elevated. Whoa. <laughs> Who's the highest ranked person I've interviewed? So. <laughs> <laughs> I love looking at all the data. And... It's an LA Knight. So just, oh, how come LA Knight obviously at this high? Where is he? LA Knight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was five years ago last week I interviewed him. So awesome. Yeah. That means Eli Drake. It's him and Trevor, Trevor, Trevor Lee, or Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes! He's all your wrestlers, isn't he? Well, he's disappeared off the face of the earth, Cameron Grimes. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out what they, they could do. I mean, this is the issue. Because everyone loved him in NXT because they kind of followed this story from being the slightly overweight, scruffy guy to winning all the money and then getting into great shape and then, yeah, I just... It's kind of follow, and going from heel to face. It's like it was a great story. So when they put him on the main roster with no story, I was like, "Your story is you come from NXT again." So, so, yeah, yeah. Let's see, LA nice where is LA nice? To be fair, he hasn't really particularly wrestled an awful lot. He's more just got over in terms of well, just his character. I mean, you look at it. Rumble lost to Bray. I want to say at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even remember what he did over WrestleMania. Did he win the Battle Royal? Did he? I think. I thought that was Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley, wasn't it? I think. Um, The fact they do it on SmackDown always makes it really hard to remember who actually bloody won it. 
I, don't, I think his only feud, one-on-one pay-per-view match, he's actually won. LA Knight's 130. I, I think The Miz is the only pay-per-view match he's actually had and won. I could be wrong, because obviously he entered the Money in the Bank ladder match, didn't, didn't yeah, win yeah. that. Yeah, we all I, I don't think he, he's wrestled any other pay-per-views, really. Um, SummerSlam, I don't think he got on the card. I think he might have hosted it. I don't think he did, actually, you know. I think so, I'm trying to think. I don't think yeah. he did. Do I'm also quite surprised he's that far down, considering the people ahead of him. Yeah. Like his uh, you know, Oh no, SummerSlam! He won the he won something at SummerSlam, didn't he? He won the um he won the t- the battle royal at SummerSlam. Oh, so the, he, the, he the, on the, the right the, lines the, of that. The, yeah. Um, oh, what Macho Man used the 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 mountain version of Pepper Army. Slim Jim. Slim Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Slim Jim battle royal. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So we were. Yeah, you were on the right line there. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still quite surprised you so far, don't I? I don't. I'm guessing if it's based on you know, like full-on kayfabe matches and stuff, but it just seems to be a lot of people on the roster who've done less than him ahead of him. Like, uh, yeah, yeah he's ahead of him. I'm not sure when this sort of thing would have been put together, but yeah, it's from. Oh yeah, it's from like. Did they go through a big fate? Was he still the manager of the models in like June 22? Or was, had he changed by then? I think he might have been. So he didn't do much for a couple of months. Was he? I can't remember. I can't remember. He was, he was the manager of the max, Maximum Mayor Models for a while, wasn't he? Which so, was Vince, of course, he was too old. <laughs> yeah. Anything else on here? That's interesting. There's so many people in like the top 50, I'm like, oh, I don't quite know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some, yeah, some people I recognise in like... You know, LWF uh, MW MLW oh my yeah God. I'm glad you're high, quite high on there yes. yeah one person I'm really excited is on it because it's, it's Lucia Lee she's on the she wrestles at Wrestle Island a lot and she's got like she's in like 400 and something but it's amazing that she's got in there she's doing amazing things all over the country at the moment yeah, she's at 462 it's amazing she got yeah. on the Lanston so <laughs> yeah she's yeah and she, 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 messes, she messes the wrestle the I think she's. I think she's lost every match she's had at Wrestle Island. So she's like, uh, Pete, I'm in the t- PWI 500 now, so I need to change this 10 and z- zero and ten <laughs> record. I've got your company. <laughs> so, but, yeah, I'm really glad, glad she's on it. Yeah, and Shug D's on it as well. Here he is. So, Dan Housen's really low as well, but he hasn't had a match. Of course, the last time he had a match. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Um, I can't remember last time he. Yeah, she had he's a match. Injured, he's been injured for a while, I think. Injured. I think he's more just comedy aspect. I know you could say the same about Cassidy. And he actually has mm. an amazing year, but I think Dan Housen generally is more like just yeah that comedy to like make the appearances here and there. Mm. I could be doing a bit of this uh, disservice, but I think oh, he's, he's, a great, he, he's a great wrestler as well. If you when you actually let him go, but, but I think oh. that's that, that's it's one of them gimmicks. I don't know if it'll work every week on TV. So. No, well, I said I that. Think, I, said yeah. that I said that about Owen Chastity as well. well then he's proved me wrong. Because on, yeah, on the Indies, he has always uh, he has the where he does the tequila dance and just kicks people, <laughs> and he has the yeah he has this jar of teeth and he puts them in the people's mouths and then kicks them in the face. And, yeah, the teeth go flying. So it's one of the people who's got he's got lots of little gimmicks which I don't think. Works quite well in a big crowd, in a huge crowd. It won't work that well. So it's it's a very it works very well as an, at an indie level. But I I love him. I think he's amazing. <laughs> he's, yeah, Isaac, one of Isaac's favourites. 
anything else you want to discuss today? Um, I think that's probably about, um, yeah, I don't think there's anything I've remembered. I think nothing sprang to mind on, yeah, I think we've always mentioned as well. Yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, so ne- next year we'll oh, I'll have to try and meet up for the... Yeah, well, I hope there'll be a WWE potentially a big, I don't know, WWE shows something next year as well, so... Yeah, Isaac's desperate. He, he, want, he wants the SmackDown to come over because we went to watch Raw, didn't we, earlier this year? Yeah. It's like, oh, I hope SmackDown, when's SmackDown coming over? I think they're, they're coming over in October, I think, but I don't think yeah, they're coming over. Yeah, I think I saw Nottingham's the closest one to me, I think. Oh, no, I think they are doing a London one, actually. But it's like a house show on a Sunday in London, but yeah, I'd probably just rather save the money than go to that. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think they're like in Glasgow, Nottingham, and London. I think it's like, yeah, none of them were near, near your sources at all. <laughs> yeah. They tend to do, they tend to alternate between Manchester and Liverpool, so, so, so maybe next year it'll be the way round, they'll do Raw in Manchester and SmackDown in. Yeah, it'll be interesting what we get as well. Like, I mean, clearly, I mean, we've had a pay per view, what, now the last couple of years, so interesting what, what Trips has up his sleeve, well, Trips and Nick can't have up their sleeve for, for next year. Because it sounds like Australia are getting a pay-per-view in the before Mania next year, in the early parts of next year. Yeah, they um, had, had a huge show in India, didn't they, as well? Yeah, I think that was obviously not wasn't an um, actual pay-per-view, but it sounds like Aus- Australia and Perth, or, I think it's Perth, they're going to actually get a, a proper pay-per-view in the build-up to Mania, so maybe like the Elimination Chamber could be out there. Well, that'd be fun. I mean, was, yeah, I'm, I'm, what was, I'm, was that when they had Triple H and John Cena as the first match? I think it was, was Triple H against Undertaker, you know. Was, was it? Something like Super Show Down Under or something. It was like... Yeah. I didn't mind that because it was like, started like 10 a.m. and it was like really early Saturday morning, so it was actually quite yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. That's really good. <laughs> it was weird, but yeah, it was quite cool actually waking up and actually having wrestling on, on TV on, on Saturday morning. Super Show Down. I think it was Super Showdown under 2019 was that is that the right yeah, one? It would have been, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, that 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 was that was the one. Oh, 2018, 2018, 2018, 2018. Oh. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it was Triple H Undertaker. Then the next paper was a Saudi show where you had the DX versus the Brothers <laughs> of Destruction. Oh god, which we don't really want to talk about. I'm, I'm still in, in some universe that match went well and Shawn Michaels came out of retirement. So yeah. That, that was, <laughs> Unfortunately, no. I don't remember the show at all. Well, I remember watching the um, New Day Cesaro and the, the bar match, but I think well, obviously I'd signed on that day because I clearly didn't watch all of this. <laughs> I'm sure there was a pay per view with Triple H and John Cena opened it. Oh, man, I don't I'd be imagining things. But, yes, I've really enjoyed being back. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's BBG Wrestling. Instagram's BBG Wrestling. And Facebook, it's BBG Wrestling. Um, I was going to give an update on my training, but I've got no, like, we're getting a new ring next week. So that means we're going to start doing trainee shows soon. So as soon as I know I'm going to be on a trainee show, I'm going to, I'll promote it a bit more. But, yeah, I did, I, I went up to the, the advanced class, my first advanced class last week. It was fun. It was <laughs> it's a bit different to what I thought it was going to be. I thought it would be more technical wrestling, but it was more like performance-based. Like we had to pick, we had to pick a wrestler and just do their entrance, and the other people had to guess who 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 your entrance you're doing. But there was no music or anything. You just had to do the mannerisms, which was fun. So I picked I picked Matthew Man and the Bushwhackers, so they were quite easy to to pick. Yeah, 
And then they had to you had to pick a wrestler and start a match as that wrestler. I was like, I don't remember how people start matches. <laughs> so it's not something I pay attention to that much. <laughs> so, so, so I picked Ric Flair and I just ducked under and then did the strut and did the woo and then turned around and um, Gino was Stone Cold Steve Austin. So he just I turned around, and he stunned me, and that was that's how we started the match. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was so much fun. Yeah, so hopefully. I'll be advanced more. I did enough to impress the piece. So, yeah. But, yeah. As soon as I know when a training shows are starting or if I somehow get into a rumble or something, I'll let the listeners know. Yeah. You can follow my journey on, I've started a YouTube channel called uh, The 40 Year Old Wrestling Training. If you want to look up the clips on there. <laughs> or you just follow the My Brit Rest Journey. I put them on there as well. So. But anyway. It's good night for me. It's good night for Nick. And we'll see you next week. Good night.